Welcome to Take 10 with Pastor Don. I'm Don McGarvey, pastor of the Troy Mills Christian Church in Troy Mills, Iowa. We've been talking about one of my favorite topics the the past few times on our podcast. The topic is self-leadership. Now, please don't turn the podcast off because you don't think you're a leader. It doesn't matter if you're a pastor, teacher, business owner, mom, dad, grandparent, or if you're a carpenter, electrician, and retired, or just getting started, you are a leader. Someone is probably following you. Someone is watching you to see how you live your life. Or at the very least, you're like many of us. You are responsible for leading yourself. We started by noting that in all probability, the toughest person you will ever lead is you. I remember as a young pastor joining a large staff at a large church, the lead pastor said to me at one of our first meetings, I hope you know how to take care of yourself because there won't be anyone here to do that. Well, first of all, I didn't realize how true a statement that would be. As a matter of fact, I've been on staff at three churches in my career, and it was true in all three churches. I was responsible for leading others, but even more so, I was responsible for leading me. And yes, I was the toughest one to lead. I wish I knew then what I know now, or I wish I knew then what I've shared in the past few podcasts. In today's podcast, and then in a couple of podcasts coming up, I'm going to share some things that I've learned from those times of trying to take care of myself when I really didn't know what I was doing. One of the statements in the original article I read on self-leadership was that as leaders, we need to spend about 50% of our time in leadership development, and half of that, that leadership development needs to be working on ourselves. I've wrestled with that over the years. I've even had students who Uh, have have challenged me when I've said it in a class. I get it. We're all busy. Dads and moms are busy. Business owners are busy. Teachers, carpenters, pastors. All God's children are busy. And to think in terms of spending more time on developing ourselves just seems to be a gargantuan task. But I also discovered that the more time I put into my own development and care, The more effective I became in my roles as a Christ follower, as a husband, as a father, as a pastor, and as a leader of others. We must, let me repeat that again, we must figure out a way to spend extra time in self-leadership. The benefits will far outweigh the sacrifices. One of the great principles for self-leadership or self-development comes from Proverbs Chapter 4, verse 23, Solomon wrote these words, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Another translation puts it this way, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. And there's another translation that says, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Before we go further with this, let's make sure we understand what is meant by the word heart. It's more than the muscle in your chest that's pumping blood throughout your body. It's important to keep that heart in good shape. 
and to keep the blood pumping, it's important to stay healthy and heart healthy. But most of the time in the Bible, the word heart is used to define the inner being of men and women. It refers to our emotions, to our intellect, to our will, to the things that we attach ourselves to. In a previous podcast, we talked about our private life. It's who you are when no one is watching. And the encouragement of Solomon said that uh, it was our heart that determined the path of our life. The issues of life spring from our emotions and our intellect and our will. We live in a world that is often controlled by emotions. I hear stories every day of road rage. We hear about domestic abuse. We hear about people who are angry. People who are angry enough to pick up a gun and just start randomly shooting. Part of our development as a person needs to be to continually check on the things that uh, form our heart. The things that influence us. The things that we watch, the things we listen to, the people we allow to influence us, the books, the movies, the internet influences. All of these are something that we need to continually keep in check. One thing I believe with all of my heart is that I ask the Holy Spirit to put his finger on things in my heart that ought not to be there. When you and I ask him to do that, we need to, be, uh, we need to understand that he is willing to do that. In John chapter 16 and verse 8, we're told that the Holy Spirit will convict the world of its sin. He, the Holy Spirit, will also guide us into righteousness. Now, righteousness means that we are in alignment with God. The Holy Spirit has uh, uh, a plan for our lives, and it includes a plan to help us guard our heart. I love this part. There is a plan in the Bible about how to guard your heart. Paul wrote about it in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. He says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. I love that word fix in there. My friends down in the South are always fixing to go do something. And I know that fix here in Philippians 4.8 means to um, fasten your focus onto something. Focus on the thoughts that are true and honorable and right and pure and lovely. Make them your focus. Fix your eyes on those things. But there's also another meaning to the word fix, and it means to resolve a, fo- a problem or to repair something that is broken. You ever needed uh, to fix something? You ever needed to fix a relationship? You ever needed to fix something at work? You ever needed to fix uh, your attitude? Does your attitude ever get broken? Does your attitude ever need to be um, checked on? When we allow things that don't measure up to what the Bible says they should be, I can guarantee that you are going to have something to repair or to fix in the very near future. Have you ever tried to repair an attitude towards something or someone? Have you ever tried to make an adjustment to how you were treating someone? We've all had things that we've had to fix along the way because we got sloppy. 
we made a poor decision or perhaps we even just let our sinful nature take over for a bit. Now, just like bad habits, bad attitudes don't happen overnight. That's why it's a good thing from time to time to take inventory of how we are doing. Guarding our heart is serious business. I, I, I wish Solomon had taken his own advice, but we can learn a huge lesson from his mistakes and not allow ourselves to fall in the same issues that he did by fixing, fastening our eyes upon the things of God and the things that he has in store for us. Well, our time's up for today. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't already subscribed to the Take 10 with Pastor Don podcast, please take a moment and hit the subscribe button on the platform you're listening on. And if you're comfortable with doing so, let some of your friends know about us, and hopefully it'll be a blessing to them as well. Thanks again for joining us, and God bless you.